I would feel more optimistic about a bright future for man if he spent less time proving he can outwit nature and more time tasting her sweetness and respecting her seniority. From E.B. White, Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling and home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for April 14th to 21st, 2017, the last quarter pink moon. And here are some natural events. Rolling along the Black's Woods Road one day this past week, we saw a sleek shape running on the ice of a nearby beaver pond. Not a beaver. We stopped and slowly approached the pond, mostly covered with white ice, with a few holes of different shapes and some black tussocks and sticks and snags breaking the surface. Pretty soon we saw a thin wake in the water, and then a river otter, shiny, black, and pointed, emerged onto the ice. River otters, Lutra canadensis, or Kiwanique in Passamaquoddy, often live near beaver ponds in burrows in the banks. There have been cases of otters actually cohabiting with beavers in their lodges, a remarkable thing considering that otters are not averse to eating young beavers from time to time. The otter is a carnivore, a member of the weasel family, while the beaver is an herbivore and a rodent. For their part, beavers spend most of the winter holed up in their lodges, staying warm and dry, and probably muttering endlessly about the poor poplar crop last year. And otters, on the other hand, love to play out on the ice and will flop on their bellies and push with their back feet to scoot around like bobsledders. On this particular day, the, the otter was playing hide-and-seek with us. She would pop out of a hole in the ice and look right at us for a moment and then disappear again to emerge from another hole. Curious, quick, and busy, she didn't stay long in one place. And with the sound of water running through the dam, the sight of pussy willows peeking out among the banks, and a warm sun in a blue sky, it was easy to sense spring fever in the air as she frolicked on the thawing pond. A field and forest report, white-tailed deer, Otuk in Passamaquoddy, are now shedding their woolly brown winter coats. They'll roll on the ground or rub against a tree, leaving tufts of hair behind to blow around on the wind and decorate the dry stalks of last year's goldenrod. Usually as neat as a deacon, as they wander over the field with heads down to catch the first few blades of green, they look must and grumpy and rumpled, a little like Steve Bannon on an early Sunday morning. But soon the deer's brand new ruddy summer coats, trimmed in white, will emerge, and they will look fine and fashionable, with no shopping or stitching or sewing whatsoever on their part their reward for making it through a main winter. Here's a field and, no, a freshwater report. Whitewater season is in full swing with river races just about every weekend somewhere in our great state. There was a time when running whitewater was a survival skill for the natives. Before the beaver were trapped out by European refugees, the first people could travel the whole region 
from one lake or pond to another with only short portages in between. Here's a rank opinion. The extermination of the beaver destroyed the culture of the northern woodland tribes, just as surely as the extermination of the buffalo destroyed the plains tribes. And for more on this, you might want to read Above the Gravel Bar, Indian Canoe Routes of Maine by David S. Cook. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. This first from John Muir. The world, we are told, was made especially for man, a presumption not supported by the facts. A numerous class of men are painfully astonished whenever they find anything, living or dead, in all God's universe, which they cannot eat or render in some way what they call useful to themselves. It never seems to occur to these far-seeing teachers that nature's object in making animals and plants might possibly be, first of all, the happiness of each one of them, not the creation of all for the happiness of one. And from the English essayist Alexander Pope, From nature's chain, whatever link you strike, tenth or ten thousandth, breaks the chain alike. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.